Hello, and welcome back to the Running in Circles podcast. I'm your host, Zach Hamilton, and today I have the pleasure of speaking with one of the most talented cross-country runners in the nation, Bethany Mihalik. Bethany just finished sixth at the Woodbridge Classic, where there was an incredibly deep field. In 2022, she finished third at the cross-country national meet, and both of the people ahead of her have graduated, so this year she hopes to earn herself a national title. However, it won't be easy, because even though she is constantly leveling up, so is every other girl in the country. Some of her personal bests include 435 in the 1600, 957 in the 3200, and 1649 in the cross-country 5K. Before we jump into the episode, please leave a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcast and drop a follow on whatever platform you listen on, because it helps the athlete stories I share reach and inspire more people. But without further ado, please enjoy my conversation with the one and only Bethany Mihalik. there was a movie about your life and you were secretly a superhero what would be your superhero name what would your power be and what would your day job be oh gosh um my superhero name probably just like b that's what my family and friends call me it's like a nickname so something like short and sweet superpower i would love to like time travel i think that would be really cool and then what was the last part of the question what would your day job be? Oh, um, probably something pretty like simple. So it's like unexpected, like some of the computers or just like an office job. <laughs> if you're a time traveling, where would the place be that you would first go? Oh, um, somewhere like way far back, probably like 1800s. I think that'd be cool. Or maybe even in the future, just like seeing what it's like. Who do you think would play you in the movie? And then who would play the villain in the movie? Um, I would love for like Emma Watson to play me. I love her. And then a villain. I don't know. Probably like one of my friends, like my friend Tessa. That'd be funny. Mm. Awesome. So last year you finished third at NXN. So can you kind of take me through after that race, how you felt mentally and kind of, I know you weren't ranked to finish third. So just how did that feel? Yeah, I mean, it was pretty shocking. I didn't go into that race expecting to get that place. So when I finished, I was like, wow, that just happened. And so it took a while for that to sink in. But it was like a really cool experience. And it was just really fun because that whole day, like our team did really well. So we just got to celebrate together and um, just got to end the season on a high note. But yeah, like I didn't really realize what was happening or that happened for a while. So I just had to like let it sink in. Coming back this year as the number one returner, do you feel any added pressure? And if so, how do you kind of manage that? Yeah, I definitely feel some pressure. And um, seeing like posts in the media sometimes doesn't always help because it's just like, wow, a lot of people are expecting things. But um, you just got to remember that pressure is a privilege and you're out there doing like the sport because you love it. And um, just kind of like keep working hard and remembering that not everybody's opinion, like, I guess, really, really matters. So if you have a bad day, it's okay. Just like brush it off, learn from it and don't let that get to your head. Uh, but yeah, just remembering like why I do this. I'm doing this because I want to and to not totally focus on what everybody else is um, thinking. Do you think your team will make it again this year? And then how does it feel to have such a good team around you? Because a lot of runners of your status, I feel like, are more individual because their teams aren't as good as them. But how does that feel? Yeah, it's probably my favorite part of honestly, like this whole running experience is just being on a team with so many other athletes who are training just as hard and they want 
these goals and we're just really running for something bigger than ourselves. And I'm hoping we qualify this year. We have a lot of new freshmen that are really adding a lot to the team and it's super fun having like new people every year. And um, yeah, but that's our goal. We're working hard and it's amazing getting to celebrate these victories and these major moments with like the people that you love the most and that you're training the hardest with. So I think I'm super lucky that I have a team that's um, equally as talented. After placing third, did you have a lot of media outlets reach out to you? And was there a particular one that stuck out or was memorable? Um, I mean, I had like certain, like, I guess, running websites and things reach out. But honestly, I kind of just didn't really, wasn't on um, the internet that much after that. I was just kind of like reflecting with like my family, my friends. So there wasn't one that like stuck out a bunch. If you had to pick one high school memory that's been your favorite non-running wise, what would it be? Um, honestly, just like hanging out with my friends, like whether that be like powder puff games or like football games and just like having fun and just doing the normal teenager high school stuff. It's just, it's a great balance between like the running portion and just your social life and just getting to like be an everyday teenager without the expectations. What's been your favorite grade in high school and why? And then what's been your least favorite grade? And also maybe not just high school, but all of all of your life, I guess. Yeah, I mean, my least favorite grade was probably freshman year. That was COVID for me. So I was just online and it was a new school. I didn't really know anybody. Um, I transferred for many reasons, like academics, the athletic program. Some of my friends were going there, but it was basically a new school. So I didn't know anybody and it kind of sucked that um, we had to start out online. But my favorite year, honestly, out of everything, would have been last year. It was just, like, the most fun I've ever had. I had, like, a great group of friends, and obviously I'm still friends with them. And our team was just super fun and motivated. So it's just, like, every day was just great. Have you lived in Colorado all your life? Yeah, I love it here. <laughs> What's your favorite part of living there? Um, Just, like, the outdoor stuff. Like, we can go camping, like, by these big mountains and then go hike a 14er the next day in the summer or like we have so much access like all these different places to ski and it's just gorgeous do you feel like training at altitude for all your life has given you kind of an advantage and will help you now going to nc state not training at altitude yeah i mean training at altitude definitely has its like perks and then you're able to go down somewhere like sea level or like north carolina and just drop a lot of time but i am excited to like go down there to north carolina and train there um consistently because being at altitude, you're not able to hit as fast times like as other people when you're training and you recover a bit slower. So I'm excited to kind of experience a different side of um, like where I can train. What general advice would you give to high school and middle school runners who want to see success in the sport? Um, just stay consistent and to not dwell too much on like a good or a bad day. You can learn a lot from both, but like the key is to like learn it. So if you have a bad day, just be like, okay, yeah, that wasn't the best I could do, but here are some things I can change going for the future. And then just remember having fun with it. Um, I mean, you're doing it for a reason. You're not doing it because you're forced to. So just like remember your why and just surround yourself with people who also love doing the sport. With you being good from such a young age and winning multiple uh, state titles your freshman high school year, I think, what do you think the hardest part of being so good at a young age is? Um. It was pretty hard freshman year because I didn't realize the shift of the attention that was going to be on you from like middle school to high school. So I kind of did feel a lot of pressure my high school year. Um, 
but I was able to handle it pretty well. And it was like difficult though, having all these people have these expectations and they want you to beat certain people when you're three years younger than them, or they want you to hit these certain times. And you just have to remember that like, I guess their opinions don't define you and you can still do it even if like it seems impossible, but just remembering to like set goals for yourself and don't limit yourself is important too. What do you think has been your biggest failure running wise that you've overcome and then how did you overcome it? Yeah. Um, I think like a lot of athletes, especially like female runners struggle a lot with like their mentality. So I struggled for a while with like pre-race anxiety and just doubting my abilities and like if I was good enough. So the key to overcoming that was talking it out with somebody, but also like realizing that you need to have some confidence in yourself. And there is a difference between being confident and cocky and just remembering like, I've been training for this. I can do this. Um, my coach is like preparing for me this. He wouldn't set me up for failure and just, um, I guess just like remembering that like, you are capable of doing the things that you um, set your mind to. Outside of running, what is one of your best accomplishments that you're most proud of yourself for? Um, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I am pretty, I guess I'd say I'm pretty proud of just like the people that I've chosen to surround myself. That sounds pretty like cheesy, but like um, it's taken a while to like find people that like really just like love you and accept you for who you are. And I'm just really grateful that like outside of running, I just have people that I just absolutely love doing everything with. Um, but I also like am trying to like on another note, try to like hike all the Colorado 14ers. So I'm just like really grinding away. Um, so hopefully someday I can say that I hiked all 58 of the 14ers in Colorado. <laughs> You're committed to NC State. So what first drew you there and why'd you make the decision to commit there? Yeah, I've always, I mean, looked up to the program. I'm pretty sure like every cross-country athlete has. I mean, they've always been great. And um, the reason that I chose there wasn't obviously because they've won countless national titles. It was the team culture and the coaches and like the way that the athletes um, treat each other and how they're running for something bigger than themselves. And they like work as a team. And I really, really liked Coach Hennes and all the morals that she had surrounding like the team and the team culture itself. Um so when I went there on my visit, it was like a no-brainer. I was like, yeah, this is where I'm supposed to be. And I was just really happy I was able to like make that decision. Do you know what you're going to be majoring in? Um, hopefully sports psychology. Um, that's like kind of the path I've been wanting to go down for a while. So I'm excited for that journey, I guess. What are some of your hobbies and things you enjoy to do outside of running? Yeah. Um, like I said, I like to hike. I like to like go camping with my friends. We like to just be outdoors, um, whatever that encounters. I like to read, watch movies, honestly, just like enjoy my time with the people I love. Yeah. What's your favorite hiking trail or mountain that you've ever hiked? Uh, me and my friends did um, Mount Elbert this summer, and it's like the highest 14er in Colorado, and it was really tough, but it was like really fun to do and very accomplishing, and it was beautiful, so probably that one. What would you say is the key to being like a good mountain climber slash hiker? Um, just like taking breaks if you need it, I guess, and just like taking in the scenery, 
And honestly, like a lot of times it sucks because it's hard, like when you're going up, but then it's like accomplishing when you get to the top and you're like, wow, I just hiked a mountain. And it just like makes you want to do it again. It's like weirdly addicting. <laughs> going back to kind of the books and movies, what would you say is the most impactful book or movie that you've read or seen? Um, wow. Movie. I mean, I feel like there's so many great movies out there. I mean, obviously there's a classic running one, McFarlane, that everybody's like, wow, that was super empowering. And that was a good one to watch when I was younger. Um, but like, I love the movie Little Woman. I don't know. I just think it's very like empowering for like women, I guess. I think that one's a good one. And then book, there's so many good like narratives that people have written about like their journeys, but I can't think of a specific one off the top of my head right now. If you're sitting down to watch a movie, what is your go-to genre normally that you're going to want to watch? Um, it's depending on, I guess, my mood. I think my friends love to watch a lot of like cheesy rom-coms and like funny, like comedic movies, but I don't know. It's like super random sometimes. We always love to watch horror movies too. So whatever, we're in the mood for that time. Speaking of rom-coms, are you a Adam Sandler fan or are you an Adam Sandler hater? No, I like him. I think he's funny to extent. Yeah, I I think he's pretty good. I think I know a few people that are like passionate Adam Sandler haters, and I just can't understand it. Is what no, is? For sure. Yeah. What's the weirdest food combination that you've tried and enjoyed? Um, I used to put like. I don't really do this anymore, but I used to like it. I would, like, eat mac and cheese and, like, put a bunch of ketchup on it. But speaking of weird food combinations, my friend, uh, Olivia, always eats her Chick-fil-A with ranch, and then she puts a bunch of ketchup in the ranch and, like, mixes it together. And I don't know if I can get on top of that one, and it just doesn't ever yeah. look good, but she says it's good, so I don't know if I should try it or not. <laughs> That's kind of awful. That's evil, honestly. Just... Yeah, it doesn't look good or sound good, so I don't know why she does it, but she swears by it. <laughs> Is she a Chick-fil-A sauce fan or? Nope, that's always what she gets. She always gets ranch and uh, ketchup. Oh, that's crazy. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Do you think pineapple belongs on pizza while we're on the food combination? Oh, for sure. I love pineapple on pizza. I think it's like amazing. Do you ever dip your pizza in ranch or mayonnaise? Oh, not mayonnaise. I I hate mayonnaise. I can't do that. But ranch, I've done it before. It's not like my go-to, but I'm not like opposed to it. Yeah, I, I like mayonnaise and I kind of hate ranch, but I just was talking to my friend today and I found out he dips his pizza in mayonnaise. So oh, I don't gosh. know, we may have to might have to separate <laughs> a little bit after finding that out. But yeah, that's not settling good. Yeah. If you had a tattoo, what would it be and where would you put it? Um, I've always wanted to get like my family to draw like hearts. That's like pretty cheesy too and like cringy, but I don't know. Just like something like remember them by and just like get it either tattooed like on my collarbone or like by my wrist or something. What's your go-to pre-race meal and post-race meal? Um, pre-race, I always eat. It's actually um interesting. Um, for some reason, I've always had like these those uncrustable like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, and I like, stick by it. I never serve off of them. I don't like make my own. I always get the uncrustables. It's like some weird pre-race tradition I have. And then after race, um, whatever we're feeling. So like a burger or Chick-fil-A or tacos, whatever. I can usually eat so much after I'm done racing. Have you ever had those like cereal granola bars? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I a couple of weeks ago I just had like the cinnamon toast crunch one and it is one of the best experiences of my life maybe. But <laughs> I haven't is, had that one. I yeah, I can't remember which one I've had, but that sounds good. So I should try it out. What's your favorite cereal? See, it's weird. I don't love cereal. I like don't like milk by itself, so like I just can't get behind like eating a bunch of cereal. But I did love cinnamon toast toast crunch growing up. That was probably like my number one. Um, so yeah. Yeah, I I have milk only with cereal. That's the only thing I'll use yeah. it with. But that's understandable. A few would you rather's here. Would you rather run into an alien or Bigfoot? Uh, I feel like honestly it'd be kind of interesting to meet like an alien. Um, I don't really know if that would end well, but probably an alien. Yeah, I think Bigfoot. I feel like I imagine him as just kind of illiterate so he's just not i feel like he doesn't talk so i think he might just attack you yeah i don't think i could also defend myself against bigfoot (laughs) so i don't think that would go well at all (laughs) would you rather live without heat or live without air conditioning um i'd rather live without heat i'm like naturally very warm all the time so i just like need the ac to blast like all the time (laughs) yeah i think both both would be pretty awful. I feel like I feel like I couldn't live without heat though. I feel like the in the winter. Actually last yeah. winter my, my heat went out literally on like two days before Christmas Day, my heat went out in my house and it was out oh, for like God. two weeks. It was one of the most yeah. miserable experiences of my life. And my room was the only one that stayed warm. So then like my oh. whole family was basically chilling in my room on, on Christmas Day. So that was uh, qu- quite the experience. <laughs> no, I think both of them would definitely suck, but I'm the type of person that has like my fan blasting when it's like negative 20 outside. So I don't know. Yeah. What's your favorite TV show of all time? Um, okay. I love the TV show Survivor. It's like the reality one where they're on the island. I just yeah. think it's really interesting. And I've always wanted to like go on the island and like participate. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Survivor. Would you be, if you went on it, would you be the villain type where you're just lying back and forth? Or would you be a hero where you're just trying to kind of keep good morals? Yeah, I feel like the villain's more like fun, though, to play. Like, it, and especially like when you're on a TV show like that, where it's like you're kind of, the purpose is to go on there and kind of like backstab a little bit. I would just like want to try it because I think it'd be super fun. But I don't know. They usually win, too. So, yeah. Some of the interviews that they, they uh, the like heroes give after getting backstabbed is just so funny because they're yeah. just enraged after getting backstabbed. That's if they haven't watched the show all their life and seen it happen. No, I know. It's crazy. But, yeah. Are you a soda drinker or are you just water? I feel like a lot of water, a lot of runners are just water, but do you drink soda at all? Uh, I mean, I do. I don't drink it like all the time. So it's not a big of an issue like during season to like tell myself to not drink it. But I like love like tea and coffee and stuff, so that's more of just like sometimes restricting myself from that. What's the go-to Starbucks order if you go there? Um, I low-key just like like a plain cold brew. Like I don't love my coffee super um sweet, so it's kind of like bitter, but it's like perfect and it gets you energized, so it's amazing. Yeah. Last question here. This is a bit of a doozy. So. A week ago, I set uh, this bet with my friends during the cross season. We're going to not be drinking uh, soda and eating sugary foods. And two days after the bet, I um, I drank an LA, which is a soda from Kentucky. I don't know if, 
if you know that is. But so the punishment, which I came up with is running a half marathon on the treadmill with no music. So do, do you have any words of wisdom or advice? Um, probably like cover up the distance because that's probably like the worst part in the time. Um, I don't know. Have fun with that. I, that just sounds awful, but I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure it won't be that bad. Yeah, it's it's. I'm I'm really dreading it right now. I have a couple months because we're doing it at the end of the season. But okay, I know I know I said last question, but you haven't opened up your season yet, right? Uh, I raced this you? past weekend, but I was sick the week leading up to it, so it really wasn't a great race. And I don't know if I'm even counting it that much. So when's your next race, and then what are the goals for that? Yeah, uh, I'm racing at Woodbridge this weekend, so I'm going down to California and. I don't really have any like specific place goals because it's going to be crazy competitive. I mean, like Sadie Engelhart, Peyton Godsey, like some of like the best runners in the nation are going to be there. So just like honestly putting myself in the mix and staying with it and hopefully running a fast time is the main goal for really any meet, but especially this one. Awesome. Well, that's all I've got. I really appreciate you coming on. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Running in Circles. If you enjoyed the episode, here are a couple of things that would really help me out for you to do. First of all, leave a five-star review on whatever platform you use to listen, and drop a follow on whatever platform you listen on so you don't miss out on any future episodes. Finally, please send a link to your favorite episode of the podcast to a friend or group chat that you think might enjoy it. By doing all these things, you help the stories of athletes and the podcast reach new people, and hopefully it inspires and brings joy to as many people as possible. I'm your host, Zach Hamilton, and I'll see you next time on Running in Circles.